0: Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. I'm grateful you've joined me today too in looking at the subject prayer based on Luke chapter 11 from verse 1 to 4 as well as Matthew chapter 11. 6 and verse 9 to 13 which we all like to call the lord's prayer we have seen that it is only a pattern prayer the lord has taught us to fashion our prayer life after there are 10 things that we have set ourselves to look at and hitherto we have looked at six namely prayer must include sweetness or must be sweet which means we must have worship secondly prayer must be sound based on the word of god third prayer must be simple not complicated that anyone can pray fourthly we said prayer must be specific exactly what we want to ask god and then number five prayer must be sincere then lastly, we looked, number six, at prayer must be steadfast. Today, we we'll also continue and look at point seven, and I say we can deduce from the Lord's prayer that prayer must be serious. What do I mean by prayer must be serious? Serious means prayer must be thoughtful. Prayer also must be solemn. There is a solemnity part of prayer, where it's not all about making noise, but deep inside our hearts, we are thoughtful. We are approaching it with honesty. We treat prayer as an urgent matter. We approach the God we are talking to as this is the most important person i'm talking to and the request i'm making of him to bring him glory and i am blessed and others are blessed through me is so important that i do not approach it lightly we see seriousness of prayer in the life of hezekiah in second kings chapter 20 From verse 1, the Bible says Hezekiah received a message from Isaiah to prepare his house because he was going to die. At that time, Hezekiah was sick. We will know later in the passage that he was having a boil which was going to kill him. And God sent to tell him, Prepare your house, you are going to die. Verse 2 of that scripture says, As soon as Isaiah began to walk away and the king Hezekiah heard this message, He shut himself into his room and turned his face to the wall and began to seek the Lord in prayer. I would like to draw from that turning his face to the wall that Hezekiah did not take lightly. I believe none of us would take lightly if we should have the opportunity of God sending someone to us and say, Prepare your house. You are going to die tomorrow. But every day God is telling us, you will die today. It is appointed unto men once to die. And that once, you don't know it could be this second. Not the next second. Right now, I could fall and you could fall. So every day God is telling us, prepare your house. And that is why every day is an opportunity to go to this God. Talk to him about the issues. The issues of life that could make or break us when we are facing eternity. When Hezekiah was faced with such an issue, he did not take it lightly. It seems we don't know that every day we don't have lightness between us and God. We don't have the opportunity to take things for granted, take God for granted. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. He approached God with certain seriousness, urgency, earnestness i don't have a second more to waste god must intervene in this matter hezekiah's attitude was and that should be our attitude at prayer it's not somebody calling a prayer meeting and we attend the meeting and we behave like what is it all about our hearts should be a place of prayer in fact in matthew chapter 21 verse 12 to verse 13 the bible says When Jesus entered the temple, the people turned the temple into a marketplace and they were selling all kinds of things. Jesus drove them out of the temple, overturning their tables with which they are selling. He said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer. But you have turned it into a den of robbers. Where is God's house? 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19. He says, don't you know that you are the temple of God and the spirit of God resides in you. Your body is where God resides. He created you and I to be like him because he breathed his breath into us. So we are the image of God. It is inside us that God resides. It is in us that we communicate with God. God is not outside of us somewhere, but heaven resides in us. God himself dwells in us. Jesus said, that place is a place where God wants to have relationship with us. Every good relationship is based on good communication. God wants to reside, live in us, talk with us. He said, I will live among them and I will walk among them he also would talk with us just as he went into the garden of eden and he communicated with adam and eve the only thing that broke that communication was sin today the same way as jesus went into the temple and drove the money changers and the sellers who made his house a place of play a marketplace where they walked about and did as they please the same way today God is entering his temple and finding people who are not serious about using that place as a meeting place. A meeting place with the divine to have fellowship. To talk about issues that matter to us, that matter to people around us, that matter to our nation, that matter to the nations. About issues which will bring glory to God. God today is looking for people who approach prayer with seriousness you say oh is that in the scripture you read read the scriptures again and see how thoughtfully word after word Jesus taught us when we pray what to do our father in heaven have you given thought to God as your father are you serious with this father or you are taking him for granted hallowed be your name That is how I know God was teaching us this prayer and attaching seriousness to it and saying when you pray, be serious. And when you are serious, you will get answers. Hezekiah, who we were talking about in 2 Kings chapter 20, the Bible says by verse 2, he turned his face to the wall. He prayed and he said, God, remember how I have devotedly served you. Remember me. By verse 4, Isaiah was still working in his compound. I don't know how large his compound was. Could it be five minutes away from when he was told he would die? But within whatever period it was, Isaiah was still in the compound of the king. But verse 4 says, God said to Isaiah to go back and say, i have added 15 more years god is looking for people like hezekiah who will shut the door who will shut the door of their hearts all the agitations of the world does not matter they are so damn serious and they know god is the only one who can give answers and they pray and they stay at post until god gives answers and god does give answers call on me i will answer you says the lord number eight prayer is a struggle Deliver us from the evil one. That is point eight. Jesus said, deliver us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Oh, we are living in the world. Believe you me, the battle was waged before you manifested. When your parents taught you up, there was a battle that started. The enemy did not want you to make it, to survive this life. You came in and you have survived. And the battle ranges. You are fighting every day. Whether you are in your nice car, your beautiful home, married, not married. Business is doing well, not doing well. You have education, no education. We have a common enemy your enemy is not your uncle or your auntie or your siblings no your enemy is a man called satan he may use all these people and circumstances against you but you are in a battle good news my friend is that it's a battle you will win (laughs) it's a battle you will win depending on how you fight this battle if you use the weapons God has played, he says in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12 that the battle we are fighting is not a natural battle. It's spiritual. A spiritual battle must be fought spiritually. He says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and authorities against the dark world against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms we have a battle with an unseen enemy but we fight behind an unseen God who is real he goes before us in the battle he is the captain of hosts of Israel we have a God who has already handed us the victory. If we will have faith in Him, believe in Him, and wrestle in this battle. It's a struggle. And we fight this battle with weapons that are not carnal. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4, it says the weapons with which we fight are not carnal, they are not weapons of the world, they are not natural weapons. Huh but they have divine power to demolish strongholds They are spiritual weapons we struggle through prayer and if we use all these components i have been teaching from the beginning uh, standing on the word of god standing in faith standing steadfastly making our prayer sweet all these components of prayer in our struggle in prayer then for sure we will come out victorious same was it with jacob when jacob was fighting his battle of the night the bible says he wrestled with the angel as he wrestled with the angel who brought him his blessing so was he wrestling against unseen evil spirits the bible did not say that that he wrestled with unseen evil spirits but it was a struggle it was a struggle to prevail to receive his blessing i believe just as god sent an angel to bring him his blessing as in the case of daniel when daniel was praying in the book of daniel the bible says he was praying the very same day he started he received an answer an angel was sent to bring him the answer but the bible says the prince of Persia stopped the angel for as long as daniel remained praying It was that long God had to send another angel to help his angel to grab the answer to the prayer and bring it to Daniel. It's a struggle. When you give up too soon in your prayer, you don't get the victory. My friend, as I bring today's broadcast to a close, I urge you, keep up in the struggle and as you keep on struggling in the prayer, I tell you thanks be to God who has already given us the victory in Christ Jesus, you will see the manifestation of victory you will see victory in your life you will receive physical victory as you struggle, answers will come to you today, I trust that when you have given up you are going back and standing put in prayer, knowing that the God who promise he will answer, is bringing your answers near to you. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.